Hi, I'm Dan and I play Kit, and we both use he slash him. And I'm VJ, she, her, your storyteller for Hedged In. With the others, I had them sort of sit down and, and talk about their characters in an abstract sense. But um, you want to surprise me. You, yeah, not surprise me, but surprise your listeners with me. Yes. Yes. Excellent. You're my primary audience. They're my secondary audience. But I think I think you are all going to enjoy the, uh, the story we're going to tell here. Kit's first memory and really his last memory as someone other than Kit is him dying. He is laying on a hard surface and you like, it doesn't even really matter how he's dying anymore. It's just that it's his first death. You hear a woman's voice and it becomes, her voice is one of the most important voices that you've ever heard ever. And she goes, well, I heard, only cats have nine lives. How do you feel about being my kitten? And now, this is where I would like to see where you feel, um, as we've talked about it, that this is, this is your pull into the hedge. But mm-hmm. if, uh, if you want to throw in a quip, that would be a good place to put one. Okay, well, do you want to give me the line again? Sure. I thought only cats had nine lives. How do you feel about being my kitten? Oh my I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Kit blacks out. And then the next time you awake, it is in what looks to be sort of like a barracks of sorts with the woman that you would know as Vixen in the coming time. Vixen is a tall, well-built woman with hair like fire and is is a fox of, of is a very foxy lady. Uh, like, like an actual fox? Like fox mm-hmm. features or just like in the adjective style, not the noun style? A little bit of both. She oh. is a beast kith like yourself. Um, and But while yours... Yours is the cat with nine lives, or maybe eight at this point, you're not quite sure. Vixen is, is a kitsune. And later, later when you back at these memories, you'll realize that Vixen is what other changelings would call a loyalist. Not all who go in, who are taken into the hedge, find that their time in Arcadia is poor. Some find power and respect in the hedge. And so, well, instead of rejecting the Fae and the gentry and the keepers, will actually work alongside them for their own personal gain. And Vixen is one of them. But she's also what you wouldn't necessarily call her a bad person for that. She treats you and everyone else under her care with a great deal of respect and kind of, um, I would say, fondness. Uh, Vixen has taken you to her keeper, who is known as the Honest Gambler. And this Durance is set in the Gambler's Den. The Gambler's Den is a space in Arcadia that is just 
Think of it like Las Vegas, like this expanse of the hedge with slot machines and roll and roulette and just the fae and the keepers and the gentry enjoy enjoy games of chance. Does it smell like cigarettes and pee? Uh, definitely parts of it. Uh, okay, then it is just like Las Vegas. <laughs> this is one of those things of I'm like I'm thinking of all of the visual things because I myself have personally never been. Oh yeah, me neither. I'm just thinking of <laughs> super hilarious things to say to make your listeners love me. Go on. <laughs> and you work in the den itself. You have a couple of choices to make in uh in, in this in this part portion. Is that with clear eyes you get a plus two perception and you get to pick which um, heightened senses you get. Um, and this stacks with your beast keen senses. With all of this, you can, you can, if you'd like, with beast keen senses, either have a plus six to perception or a plus four to perception and then a heightened sense. With cats, you usually get night sight specifically, um, but you could pick a heightened hearing, heightened taste if you wanted to. Not sure why. I think, uh... We can roll with generic for now. Actually, you know what? Let's, uh, I am just the regular plus six to her perception. I feel like it's going to stay truest to my character. Fair enough. And plus six is baller perception, by the way. Uh, when you make a perception check, what you will be rolling is wits plus composure. So your wits is four, mm -hmm. your composure is one, so that's five, and then you add six dice to that. With that, you've doubled, yeah. like, more I, than doubled your pull. Where can I that I get a plus six where I'm actually going to remember it, though? Let's just put it in your Kith Blessings in the document, and I'll remember that as well. Plus six perception total. Does that stack up? Uh, does that stack with Primal Senses at all, or is a perception not a wits and composure roll? Primal Senses. Is that's that, my oh, Kith yeah, ability. That's, yeah, that's your Kith ability. That's that's two, and then when you blow a glamour, you'll get a plus four to that. When I blow a so, glamour, got it. I'm gonna blow so many glamours. So many grammars. So all the grammars. Every single grammar, except you actually want glamour, which is a little bit different. Do you doubt me? I can blow both. <laughs> you could you could you could. You could. <laughs> so your clear eyes, your your keen sense of perception makes you remarkably excellent at spotting when people are cheating. And the other part of your kit, since you're a dual kith, you have not just clear eyes, but you also have the hunter's heart, which gives you your retractable cat claws. You soon very quickly become one of Vixen's favored lieutenants in, for the gambler's in den. In more than one way, uh, I hope. Oh, baby. Vixen it would be more than happy to share her bed with you, but understand that you're not going to be the only one in her I'll bed. I'll invite others myself. That's totally fine. <laughs> Let's go. Time, time in Arcadia and time in the Hedge are very strange concepts. You very quickly, with the lights, the action, the romance... All comes to a head. There, your beginnings in in the Gambler's Den starts off awesome, and then there hits to be a level where the entire community just seems to be frantic, like an explosion of people coming to the den and working things out. Because 
the Gambler's Den is not just a place for the gentry to blow off steam. Uh, they will often bring their own loyalists and, and, and wander the casino's halls. But this is also a place where deals are made in order to make sure that outright conflict is avoided. And for a time, there is this underlying anxiety about what's going on. And this is when Vixen, who is who is the gamb the honest gambler's captain of his of his loyalists, stops leaving the den. Vixen before this point would leave and bring others back, but then she stops and she will very graciously sort of push it aside when asked. But there's definitely this undercurrent of stress. After this, stuff seems to, like, the world seems to settle down some, but after that initial high, the crash comes. Slowly, the honest gambler loses full. Like, your coworkers, your friends, lovers that you've spent are disappearing. And they say you're not supposed to bet against the house, but when the house has no customers, what does the house do? And this is where, this is where we find Kit now. There are a handful of you left here in the gambler's den. And the cheap ringing of chinko machines and pull bar arms, it's dead in here. And there's, there's really, for you, in your perceptions, no good reason why. Vixen, this woman with her hair on fire, the kitsune who is just full of life, corners you in in one of basically the, the, the gambler's den staff rooms. And there is an ugly white collar on, or like encircled around her neck and like with just these inscriptions and moon-like patterns on it. And you are just watching in front of you as the red in her hair, the in her ears, like her little fox ears and her tail is just literally dripping out onto the floor, just out of her hair, out of her body, onto the floor. And she grabs you by the shoulders and goes, Kit, you have to run. Knox has bought us and I don't want you caught. You have to run. And as she's saying that to you, the collar constricts and she, but she's like, she's fighting against it. She, she, out of her back pocket, she like, she grabs basically the key to the gambler's den and shoves it in your hand. And she's like, Kitten, please run. Run as fast as you can. She has your contract, but as long as she doesn't have the collar, you're safe. What do you do? As long as she doesn't have the collar. Yeah. So what, what Vixen is implying is this Knox person has bought your contract from the, or won your contract from the Honest Gambler. Right. What Vixen is implying here is that if you run, you should be fine. She can't stop you from running. But if she knocks, gets the collar on you, you're fucked. Well, honest to God, no one can call her this kitty cat. But if you think for one second, darling, that I'm leaving you behind, 
I'm disappointed. I'm uh, gonna look. I'm gonna inspect the collar and see if there's. Obviously, I'm assuming it's not gonna be easy, but see if there's something I can do to help with that situation. Let's hmm, make a wits investigation roll, which is gonna be eight dice for you because you are min max to the combat. All right. Let's get the four dice I can read and roll them twice. Zeros are tens, so that's good. So what you're looking for is eight, 52. nine, and tens. Oh, eight, nine, and tens. I had four, eight, nine, and tens. Because I had two eights Total? and two tens. Yeah. So every time you have a ten, now you get to re-roll those dice. So you get to keep those successes. So two eights, two tens, that's four. Mm-hmm. Now re-roll two dice. Okay, no more successes, but that's okay. Okay. There is some some of your contracts that will mess around with this, but for now, let's let's just focus on learning how to use your skills correctly. I appreciate it. <laughs> you look at this collar that is basically choking out your boss and the most, uh, or your sub boss, because technically your boss boss is 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 the keeper, the honest gambler. Uh, it is made out of a material that. Even if you could get your claws underneath it, destroy it. It's woven out of pledge itself, um, which doesn't really mean anything to you because uh, you don't have any occult. You could try, like you're like you were scratching at it with your claws and really just. Well, I mean, it, I didn't. It, I didn't necessarily say I wanted to try to get it off her. I could also attempt to disable it in some way. That's true. There's no mechanism to get it off. I can stay on. I can just just make it so it doesn't fucking shock her to pieces every time she tries to do something. It's not shocking as much constricting. Right. So as as part of my investigation, is there a way to disable it without removing it is, I guess, the question. No. There is no way you personally can get it off. You think that someone with maybe more occult knowledge of how pledge crafting works could get it off her? Kit, there's a contract that a goblin can do. One of the hobs, a hob, and like she's having hard times like breathing. Find a hob. They have a contract that could get me out. And I'm going to go ahead and ask... I'm guessing taking you with me is going to make this just infinitely worse, right? She just nods. (laughs) And like, so the red that is dripping out of her, like the color is not being replaced. It is just being turned shock white. As if this red fox is now becoming an arctic fox instead. As we all do from time to time. Um, Yep. All right. So I'm going to look at her and say, you never saw me. And I'm going to reach into my shirt and rip off um, some chain necklace something or other that i've been carrying around we can retroactively determine what it looks like some spacing right now uh something important to kit and i'm going to hand it to her and say but i will be back you can count on that i'm going to hand it to her and then i'm going to like lightning start running in the direction i feel based on my experience here would find me the nearest hob what you have to do is you have to leave the gambler's den hobbs are not really allowed here. The gentry are, and their loyal servants are, but hobs are not. Hobs are not something you come into contact here in the den, which is one of the reasons why she gave you the key out. 
This is this is your escape. This is your leaving your durance. Mm-hmm. You know the gambler's den inside and out. You have lived your life here. I've spent however long observing people cheating and knowing the ins and outs of everything, but I have no idea where the door is. Not not really. <laughs> so make me a wits investigation on the key that you have in your hand. Can do. That's still only two successes. Now you're going to roll three dice for me okay. because to, to represent your weird, which is your power very stat. Weird. Do you just want to know successes or do you want to know total? Uh, successes and uh, as, uh, like if, and if you have no successes, how many ones you have. Okay, so the ones only come into play when you don't have any successes. Correct. Good. So One success. Okay. You look at the key and you, you're like, Ken, you know shit about magic. You're like, I know I'm magical because I wasn't always a cat person. Not that I completely remember not being not a cat person, but there's definitely magic here. And you sort of just like focus on what makes you magical and what makes the key magical and you go, oh, that's where the door is. Oh, good, I know. And you, right. You've always known where the door was, but you've never wanted to leave. But maybe you have? Vixen had a key and it seems to be Vixen's key out. Huh. How does Kit feel about that? Honestly, I've been enjoying it up until now. She had a key out and she wanted to go, she can go. She is a, and then, adult who can make her own decisions she's giving it to me now so there's clearly she's in, like in love with me so i have to come back for her but uh for now i gotta go find a hub so i'm, I'm more focused on the task at hand than i am about uh what this is going to make me feel in the past that'll probably come crashing in later depending on how everything goes fair enough you book it for the door it's so obvious now it's you know exactly where it is And that's when you feel kind of in the depth of your chest and a ringing in your ears, the presence of a gentry, of the true fae. Unlike unlike the other two players who don't really have a consistent keeper presence, you're pretty desensitized to how the keepers feel. And the gentry have this really wicked way of just like suppressing any of your emotions at one time being one of the honest gamblers chosen you kind of get an out on that because you're supposed to be working here that is your that is your profession and job so you kind of have never had the full effect feeling of what a keeper truly feels like but now your contract has been given someone that doesn't necessarily have that particular respect for your personhood and make me a perception check all right that's that's what we'll do that are those uh, what 11 dice yes so you're gonna blow a glamour and use roll it do i dice. have to blow a glamour i mean i assume i want uh, if to, you but... want if you want uh, the full 11, yes. If you want 7 instead of 11, you don't have to blow well, any glamour. Well, okay, and also, how many glamour do I start with? Like, blowing a glamour means uh, what to me? Okay, so uh, glamour is your is your mana pool, basically. This is 
It is, it is determined by your weird 12. You have 12 is it, glamour is it to start with. Yes. On what basis, uh, just so I know. Changelings feed on emotions. Uh, glamour can be refed upon by eat, like experiencing other people's dreams, eating goblin fruit, and getting reactions to it uh, from mortals. Okay. All right. That's, I can do that in my sleep. Let's go ahead and blow right. a glamour. Right. So, and roll, make the shuka shuka. Four. Sweet. You see the likes of which has never stepped foot in Gambler's Den. And that surprises you because, like, you could probably, if you had to, list off half a dozen. But what stands before you is slight, is, is different and off, even from these strange immortal beings of morality systems that don't really line up with good or evil. She appears to you as a woman clothed in darkness and the moon. Her skin is this silvery substance and long pointed ears and just white swaths of hair that just frame an ethereally beautiful but also horrifying face. Okay. And you realize this is Nox. This is the keeper that is stripping the color out of Vixen. All keepers have sort of thematic elements that they follow. And I'm going to give this one for you for free because, you know, Vixen's kind of going to be an important NPC to you in your backstory or this, this story. And going forward, I hope, but depends on how I do. <laughs> going forward, we hope, Continue. we hope, maybe. It's Vixen's own color that is an affront to this keeper. All of Nox's thematic elements is the night is like this silver and white and dark purple and Vixen is just fire and red. This keeper is literally stripping the color and life out of her because she doesn't match. Gotcha. Oh, I yeah. just got a really good idea, but I don't think this is the way the podcast is going. So I'm not going to, not going to necessarily, well, I'm going to try to go there and I doubt you're going to pick up on it, but let's continue. Okay. But what if uh, me and Vixen get out of the hedge under the promise that we will bring others into it for her to replace that do match better? Oh. And, and two who match really well, Great. Vita and Catherine's characters, who match perfectly. So it's one of those classic, you know, starts off by I've got ulterior motives, but I learned through friendship that what I was doing was wrong. But then there's the betrayal moment kind of thing because they learn. That's 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 the thought that crossed okay. my mind. I don't, okay. I don't know if you want to roll okay. with that, but that's kind of. I was gonna uh, approach. So we're gonna. Uh, I, I assume I see her, and she's right in front of me. And instead of like racing past her, I go ahead and I stop. And I've got my like perception and my guard way up. I'm I'm keeping an eye out for right. like floating collars and weird things. I don't want anything to catch me. But I'm kind of also gonna look her straight in the eye and go, "Hey, what's up?" She looks at you with disdain and amusement and says, Oh, so this is the cat. Loud and clear. That's not the phrase I was looking for. Anyway, you you know those adorable, fashionable collars that you've got floating around, apparently? 
Um, I love them, by the way. They are gorgeous. But I've got a, I've got a friend who isn't taking too kindly to it, and I'm sure that's the whole point. Um, but I would I really really am looking for a way for her not to change the fundamental essence of who she is because she's actually really great deep down. But that's kind of just beside the point. Um, is there any way that I could get you to unhook that from her? Is there anything, anything in the universe I could do that would allow her to not have to go through this? She, she waves a hand and just like this basically fainting couch just appears behind her and she's just sort of sits in it with like the shadows billowing out. I believe that the hunter heart with the clear eyes has something he thinks he can trade. What would you pledge to me? Not that I need you to pledge anything because technically you're mine. No, no of course, I get that. You're definitely asking me to pledge something to you despite the fact that you don't need it because you don't need it. There, that's very obvious to me. Uh, but uh, I have an idea because um, you clearly don't think much of her or you wouldn't be doing this. And I think the world of her. So uh, I don't exactly know what your type of existence is, what type of people under contract that you are looking to bring in. Based on you, I assume that they're absolutely elegant and gorgeous and just a tiny bit completely terrifying. Uh, what, what, what if, what if I go find you some more people, some more creatures to put under contract, to fill out for you? Because you wouldn't have taken us on if you were just, just on a whim. You're clearly looking for something. And based on the way you're looking at me right now, I'm not it. And based on the way she's suffering back there, she is not it. But if I could find you, what is it? And I could find you multiple of them. Is that a trade that you would be willing to make? Hmm. I like you. Let's see here. You are bargaining for the Fox Girls. Yes, indeed. Very well. I require four souls for hers. All right, so do you know those internet memes where it's like, it's the, you know, would you rather blank or blank, and then there's the person like mm -hmm. rapidly pressing the button? <laughs> uh, yes. That's uh, my reaction right now. With like trying to remain cool, but definitely failing, I go, done, 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 easy. Very no well. No problem. But, 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 and I understand this is asking a lot. If this ups the price, I would understand. And But I would require her to come with me in order to help seek these souls out. And I understand you're not just going to let two of your contracts go out without anything. So if there's some kind of magical you know, tracking or something where you can keep an eye on us, and if needed, if you feel like we're doing a bad job, pull us back, I would understand. But um, it's... it's, it's I guess it's a trust issue. I'm seeing how much suffering she's in now, and I want her to experience as little of it as possible. Is there uh, any any way she can accompany me in order to help you find these contracts? What she does 
is she flicks a finger and like from across the vast building of the gambler's den, Vixen flies like like a la spirited away through the building to this this keeper. And she does a little wave and the Vixen stops choking and the red, which is about halfway down her hair, stops bleeding out. And she twists her fingers and Vixen coughs up a small tendril of smoke, starts trying to talk, but has no voice. And Knox sort of just plays with the smoke in her fingers, twists it again, and it becomes this dark black and red ring. And she tosses it in front of you. And she go- and she says, Clear eyes, Hunter Heart. I will not let you take your love away. However, I will stop my adjustments and give you that instead. If you find my soul or something of equal or greater value, the ring will warm. And you will know to bring that back to me. I'm not letting her go. I have plans if you fail. Understandable. But you are very curious looking. So... Oh, okay. Perhaps you will amuse me in this manner. Or, much like many of your kind, just disappoint me. (laughs) I promise you, I have never disappointed anybody except most of the people you'll talk to but don't listen to them i am i'm i am wonderful um so this ring i'm okay uh is, is this is this is this her voice like is it like her voice is going to be with me through this ring yes okay. you have vixen's voice uh, in the ring yes, because, but it doesn't talk to you oh it doesn't no it doesn't talk to you it's just it's a connection to her life force basically and for the player's understanding, as when you pick up when you pick up the ring and put it on, um, you are accepting the terms that Knox has laid out. Well, again, it's the button pressing super fast. I I reach out and I grab it and I go, "Thank you for your understanding, and your generosity, and your just general." The only word I'm coming up with awesome. So awesomeness. I promise you, I will find you some incredibly delectable souls for you to add to what I assume is a collection or a, a petting zoo, I guess. Uh, whatever. I'm not here to judge. Whatever you want to do with these souls is fine by you. I will find you something. And you keep and you keep talking and she just waves and you just feel your body pushed out of the gambler's That's den. so fair. And <laughs> like cannonballed out and out and out and you, there is there is no ground you are in the air and that's the hedge and you're falling uh i want you to make me a dex athletics Ooh, check so that could be fun let me let me see if i can figure this out dex is four yep. athletics is that's academics athletics is two mm-hmm. and i've got since I don't think I get any bonuses, the only thing I saw was strength can be dex, so I got six. Yep. Uh, nothing so far, so that's a great start. Uh, ooh, two successes. Cool. So you only take two bashing when you crash into the thorns below. All right, where do I mark that? 
Okay, so uh, this is where maybe perhaps having a printed character sheet would be good. Marking your health boxes uh, from left to right. Hold on, let me just count. One, two, three, four, five, six. Good. Because uh, your health is five plus stamina because that's your size plus your stamina. Um, so you're going you're gonna to put a, a single slash mark in the first two boxes. Correct. When you're dealing with health, there's three kinds of damage in World of Darkness. There's bashing, lethal, and ag. Bashing is one slash, a lethal is an X, and an ag is a star. Um, and basically, so like if someone, if someone hit Kit for seven points of bashing damage, what that would become is you would go through all of your health boxes, mm -hmm. and then you would have one extra bashing, which then would wrap into a lethal. So you would have full bashing, one lethal. Okay. So you have two bashing on your sheet, and you are in the middle of the Arcadia and the Hedge. And you have never been outside of the Gambler's Den since coming to Arcadia. You have a ring of smoke that is your lover's voice and a key to the den. Wait, a ring of smoke? That's my mother's voice? Lover's. Oh, it's Vixen's voice. Don't scare me like that. Like, I get that, but yikes. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't need yeah, that no. on top of everything else I'm dealing with right now. Mom. No, 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 nope, 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 fish, nope, fish, nope, fish. That's not something I'm playing with this character. Nope. I've got lots of plans, but that's not one of them. Okay. Uh, yeah, pretty right. much. So, pretty much. So someone, and this is me speaking as a person more than as a character, but back in the day, once told me wise words of wisdom. When you do not know what to do, always pick lucky number left. Yep. So start wandering left. All right. You walk, and it is the night is dark and full of frogs that just seem to chirp herpiderp. And you walk, and you walk, and you walk, and it seems like forever. After days, you're not hungry, but like after days of walking, what does Kit do? Uh, I'm just curious. There's, I'm going somewhere with this, but I'm just curious. Well, I mean, I've got a nice tuna whistle in my head. No. Uh, um, I would probably get pretty annoyed. I'm a social being. This is very lonely. I'm not I'm not about this life. So other than the constant social narrative with myself I've got going, you know, um, I would mm -hmm. uh, probably play around with the ring and see not what kind of powers it grants me, but what, you know, I understand there's some kind of connection, but what I can get out of that connection and if there's any way it can guide me in any way. Uh, nope, it's just cold. It's just, the, the, the terms of the pledge are when, when you bring Nox for souls or something, or it notices something of equal or greater value. That's, it okay, be but it's also supposed to be the life force. So there's got to be some, some yes, indicator yes, it, that like, yeah. she's doing okay. It's still blue or whatever yeah, it's, it is. It's, you know? um, yeah, it's still okay. red. It's still right. red. There's still so red whenever in. she's experiencing some kind of agony or something's draining from her, I'll see that color change. Is okay. Yeah. So as long as it's still yeah, it's, red, it's, that's it's a, good. What's the other yeah. thing I have with me? 
you have the key to the gambler's den. So you have a ooh, way back ooh, into... No, I got it, I got it. I'm going to take the key. I'm going to poke it into the ground. Uh, and a whole lot of nothing happened. Well, that was, <laughs> that was my, my big that idea was... for today. Uh, see if I can come right. up with one tomorrow. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. No, but what? But now, but now, so you you stick the key in the ground, and you're like, anything? Make me a perception That's, check. I'll go ahead and blow another one of those what you call it? Glamour. Glamours. So let's see. None. None. This is not going well. Come on, don't do this. To me. Come don't on, don't do guys. this to me. Oh, thank God. One, because I had four failures otherwise. If I didn't get this one eight, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, I, I almost you're just like, lost Kit for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> seriously, just wandering around, being like, "All right, you flop on the ground, and you just keep looking, and then you like it's like when you look at something, one of those pictures within a picture thing, and you're like, oh, there's a." There's, is that a house? That's a house. There's a house behind I mean, you. Like, it's not a great house. Like, it's like ramshackled old and looks like it's about to fall apart. But that's the first landmark since leaving the gambler's den you have found anywhere. I believe that's called character. Thank you. Uh, yes, and knowing full well that that is almost certainly a mirage, I'm going to go ahead and wander to it because it has been days. It's real. Mm, I you you step I'm on the skeptical porch. Still. It's been, I, it's, I mean, that's I'm delirious. Fair. That's you fair. never know. Uh, the, there, there's nobody home. There's, it's a ramshackle house. It seems like it was someone's home at one point. Like you, you peer through the wind, the, the broken windows. This, this was someone's house. This was, you don't have the word hollow yet you don't know what that would be kind of like how you don't really know what a loyalist is this house belonged to someone and while you're looking through the windows you see on the on basically the kitchen counter a piece of a book and a shiny pair of sunglasses sitting there as if someone had just left them for the day and walked away Ooh, interesting there are the sunglasses in the book like as though they were abandoned. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. My thought process is that I need these things. Not necessarily because I want them, but because one of two things is the case here. Either A, they are truly abandoned and they're free and nothing's better than free. Or B, mm -hmm. someone's going to come back from, notice they're not there, come looking for me, and I'm going to have a new friend. So the... Or a spare soul. Or, or well, yes. So uh, that is that is why I am going to go ahead and I mean, what's a little uh, what's a little theft between friends, right? So I'm going to go ahead and take these items as my own. All right. And I'm going to put the sunglasses on so, right away because I bet they make me look okay. hella cool. They in fact do look hella cool. As you pick them up, you real uh, d does Kit even look at them? Not even like, a little. No, no. Like eyes close while they're coming on, and then opens them after. Awesome. So you've been wandering in the hedge, and the in this portion of the hedge 
is pretty much almost in entirely in twilight so it's kind of just dark out you put on the sunglasses and it's like the world got a little brighter Ooh, sepia i like it it do you take them off and take them back on again to, to, to sort of no, test them? god no it, it looks nicer i'm fine okay okay and when you take a gander at this this book that's on the counter there seems to be an aura or or small little ties that sort of catch your eye and then fade like hmm, okay i wonder if i open the book if these ooh, what if this is like one of those books that can only be read through magic glasses all right do you what what do you do with the book well as much as kit hates reading because words are the devil's plaything. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and open it and see what we got. Right to the middle, okay. like right straight to the middle. Right, and it's gibberish. Ooh, yes. <laughs> uh, flip, flipping through the pages of the book, you realize that this is this is actually a piece of a book. So imagine, if you will, uh, holding a book by its spine and then ripping okay. down. Okay. Um, so. You flip through the pages of this book. It is, uh, let me answer. It's kind of this greenish brown leather book. Inside is either gibberish or blank. Inside the front cover, this is what it reads. I am but a humble book filled with arcane knowledges taught and took from the wild and the weird. I am but a part of three and would make a humble request of thee to be made whole once again, to be used against foe instead of friend. I offer this pledge, weary traveler, join my pages and bind them tight, and I'll lend you my rare insight to the mysteries of the thorns. My pages, I promise, shall be true, and I'll try to be as useful to you. Trods are woven and walls are built out of madness and dreams and guilt. To take this pledge, this call to action, to improve my knowledge to our mutual satisfaction, to get full use of my pedigree, whisper into my pages, I agree. These words are too many and too big. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the uh, route of I don't really understand the gist, but it sounds like I should keep it with me. Also, whoever owned this is gonna want it back at some point, and then I can make friends with them, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, uh, keep it. But it doesn't sound like it offers any useful information to me right now, so uh, the, really the big score here is these sunglasses, because man, do I look cute in these sunglasses. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, I don't know if I have pockets or a bag or something where I can keep it but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the, maybe I have to carry it but I'm gonna keep the book mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna say anything to it I'm not gonna whisper the words into it I'm just gonna keep it okay. but, but okay. if at some point I run into somebody I promise you in accidental conversation I'm probably gonna say I'm agree I agree too close to the pages because that would be super funny Okay, then. That works. That works. So, Kit, while you're looking at the book with your sunglasses on and you're reading the poem or the pledge, it definitely, you see two sort of strands arc away from the book out into the world. I'm going to blindly follow that because that's definitely going to be helpful. 
Okay. And again, you are walking and you are walking and you are walking. You are just, and it's, it's interesting because do you, do you, I'm assuming you went lucky, lucky number oh, left. Well, if I'm following something, then I'll follow it. Otherwise, lucky number left. Both of the strands start to come together as you're walking into this remarkably dense, foggy clearing. And you're going to see them way before they see you, but there's two other figures out in the fog. And but, but before you could actually clearly make out what they look like, you hear something that just sends that nails on chalkboard sensation up your spine as a, as a long howl goes across this clearing. A howl of what Vixen has once told you is a bride. Thank you for listening to Hedged In, a changeling story. Dan is currently living in a tornado, but can be found on Twitter at Unreal Giraffe. Cat is a cryptid that exists somewhere on the internet. Vita is an enigma. His Twitter is at GreenBeanSpirit. VJ can be found most places under NW Fairy or on Twitter at Hedged In ACS. Looking for more? For occasionally updated character sheets, setting information, and other fun times, check us out on our website at HedgedInACS.com. Subscribe to our Patreon for sneak peeks, storyteller notes, and more. Hedged in, also as a Discord, we love having fandom spaces available and do a live broadcast of the episode the night before it drops. Links for this and more are in the show notes. We would love if you could rate and review us on whichever platform you happen to catch this broadcast. Each review gives us just a little more glamour to use. Shows like this survive on word of mouth, so if you could use the hashtag, hashtag hedged cast on any social media platform we'd really appreciate it thanks and remember stay weird